Sticking with the subject of oceans, last week also saw a groundswell of support for a moratorium on deep-sea mining. A new regional political group against the future industry was established and Tuvalu also rescinded its support for the activity, including earlier stated intentions to fund a company venturing into the sector. Joining me from the Deep Sea Conservation Coalition is Phil McCabe, Pacific Liaison, and Duncan Curry, the Coalition's International Legal Advisor. Bula, and welcome back on Pacific Wave. Starting with you, Phil, what are your thoughts on this spike in interest on the issue around the region? Yeah, it certainly is, Korui. Um, you know, it's, it really is a surge of pushback against, you know, against enabling the the, the, the strip mining of massive areas of the deep Pacific Ocean. Um, you know, I think where we where we think this natural momentum is is leading and, and needs to lead us toward this growing number of concerned decision makers and leaders across the region to come together and, and stand together for a moratorium or a pause on 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 seabed mining at the International Seabed Authority. That's, you know, that's where this needs to lead. And, and I think it is um, naturally going to go that way. Um, you know, during during last week's Palau, uh, our ocean conference, you know, the, of course, the, the, the launch of the Pacific Parliamentarians Alliance on Deep Sea Mining, that's a, a good number of parliamentarians across 10 jurisdictions across the, across the region, including Aotearoa in New Zealand. Um, you know, the, 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 the alliance is chaired by Vanuatu's uh, leader of the opposition, Ralph Regan Vanu, and notably the, the current Samoan minister uh, for natural resources and environment, and environment is there as well. And, and, you know, it'll be interesting to see how that plays into the national position uh, in Samoa. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's definitely a positive period of time for the ocean. There's also been some action actually taken in terms of a, a country in particular that supported uh, the push for deep sea mining, that, which has now withdrawn its support. Yeah, the, um, that was very significant, actually, Karoi, that Tuvalu announced last week, just before Easter, the foreign minister announced that Tuvalu was going to rescind or cancel all of its deep sea mining contracts. And that's very significant because Tuvalu, up until uh, fairly recently, a few months ago, um, wasn't known in the deep sea mining world, if you like. But then there was an announcement that they were going to be sponsoring a company um, to be called, I think, rather Orwellian name, the um, Circular Metals Limited. And there are some very hard questions asked in the International Seabed Authority Council meeting uh, just recently in March about that, um, because um, there's re- nothing no, there's known about this company. There's no transparency, nothing on the website, um, and really nothing in the company's register. So when very quickly after the meeting, and Deep Sea Conservation Coalition had raised this issue, and there'd been quite a vigorous debate about it. So when uh, Tavaru came in and, and announced that they were going to act, not not just come out against seabed mining, but actually rescind or or cancel the sponsored um, contracts, then that was really quite significant. And, and uh, along that same vein, there were some questions put to Minister Mahuta. Do you want to go through that? And yeah, yeah, briefly. I mean, the, the the key thing was that you know New Zealand, the current position and approach at the International Seabed Authority is to effectively support the writing of the laws, which is effectively laying down the tracks. Uh, for a train that's going that's leading to a cliff a cliff top you know and that's 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 not a good approach and the minister and the ministry um, 
are aware of the problems. They're aware that there's not enough information. They're aware that severe damage can be done, yet they're not taking a bold enough approach or, or an appropriate approach in our view of, of pausing it. Looking at this, the, the bigger picture now, we've got all, all of these, these voices coming out and, and, and speaking life to, to what a terrible idea it is to mine the seafloor and, and what the best thing that we can do for the ocean being to, to put a moratorium or a ban on, on seabed mining. In, in actuality, with the ISA, as you say, continuing to look at these ground rules, what, what needs to happen here, uh, Duncan, to actually affect the change that, that is being called for? There are a few things that need to happen. Firstly, I think, and most importantly, states, states need to acknowledge that there must be a moratorium put into place and that the regulations must not be put into place, as, as Phil said. It's um, absolutely critical because once the regulations are in place, that's a green light to seabed mining. And so like, that will stay green. It will not be possible in any realistic way to stop seabed mining once that genie is out of the bottle. And then um, pulling back from that, the, what we're looking forward to is to these key countries that are concerned, and we hope New Zealand will be one of them, will be to join a moratorium on seabed mining and they just announce that um, you know, this is what they believe should happen. There are some real systemic problems and that this is long overdue, but it really is, unfortunately, time is of the essence because this decision is going to be made in July of next year and that only means there'll be uh, two or perhaps three meetings before then. Um, one meeting is coming up at the end of July and that'll be a three-week meeting and it's really important that states take stock of what's happening and just say, call an end to the mad rush to adopt seabed mining regulations. Final thoughts wrapping up now, Phil. Yeah, yeah I just think, yeah, the, the idea at, in regards to the ISA and the process of writing regulations, how can you uh, write good regulations for an environment that you don't understand? So they need the, the the process needs to be paused. We need to do the science. And, and it's been expressed by many experts that the science required will take decades. And so, you know, the appropriate thing to do is, is to stop, rethink this, spend some time researching and, and looking at the, at the area, at, at the deep ocean, and pause this process. This does really highlight the pressing need for marine scientific research to go on and it's, it's a myth that we need deep sea mining to carry out the research there are a lot of research institutions around the world that, that have carried out are carrying out and will be carrying out scientific research into the deep sea in all its aspects including its um, what the deep sea contributes in, in terms of carbon sequestration in terms of, of food in terms of what, what are known as marine genetic resources or possible you know, drugs pharmaceutical purposes that can be used and this is the time to ramp up that research. And I think that's really what I think, think a lot of the Pacific Island countries that are looking at this issue are coming to realise is that you know, we need to move away from this extractivist mentality and move towards a more sustainable use of the ocean, such as, again, for, for marine genetic resources and so on. And, and we need a lot more research, as Phil said, and this is one way to do it. And, and just, just quickly to follow up on that, in, in, in Mr Mahuta's answers uh, in, in Parliament last week, she more than once sort of pointed to, to the scientific research that New Zealand is supporting in the Pacific. 
uh, we're not sure what that is or, or or where it's going but that's a positive sign and and you know they they need to you know really emphasize that and prioritize that over supporting this activity and 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 decoupling that research from deep sea mining and and do scientific research for the for scientific research's sake for our knowledge <laughs>